Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Now with more <laughs> arrests. Yeah, I was going to say, now with more crime. Crime. Pregnant. Down. <laughs> That was a pregnant silence there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it possible to have secondhand embarrassment about your own embarrassment? <laughs> you know what? Yes, actually. I felt so bad listening yeah. about myself. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I think back on some embarrassing moments in my life, I think I feel secondhand embarrassment for my firsthand embarrassment. <laughs> yes, exactly, right? <laughs> yep, unfortunately. I was able to commiserate with some of the people in the Discord because especially as a child, like I always hated any form of humor that involves someone else being uncomfortable. Like embarrassment humor oh, and yeah. like 90s yeah. shows or anything. It immediately made me think to, because uh, I recently watched it and I almost like had to turn off the episode because it bothered me so much. Watching TNG and it's like the first uh, Barkley episode. Oh, yeah. Where like he has, he's made all deck versions of all the rest of the crew, but like he's the awesome guy that's in charge and, and everyone's like, like wow, so Barkley, awesome, you're Barkley. so amazing. And it's like, God, I feel so embarrassed for this character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't feel angry at him. I just feel bad for him. Yeah. It's just like, oh. Yeah. Let's like yep. switch you. It, it was very interesting seeing on the Discord. Some people were like, man, that was so cringe. And some people couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. <laughs> so, There's two kinds of people. <laughs> there are two kinds yeah. of people. Those who can laugh at uh, my misfortune and those who are just commiserating and going, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. No, no, no. It's the same division of people who love The Office versus don't love The Office. Because yes. The Office yeah, is very true, much based on true. that kind of embarrassment humor. Like, mm. there are only certain episodes of the show that, like, I can really get into because I have that same thing where I don't like watching just the embarrassing situation. It just, mm. ugh. Yeah. Yeah, jumping yeah. back into things. Uh, when last we had left our heroes, the Silver Ravens had been investigating the burned-out ruins of the Silver Star, one of the three structures burned down during the Night of Ashes that basically kicked off this adventure path a week before the adventure path actually began. During this investigation, uh, Lucia had separated from the party to go and distract some guards, more on that later, and the rest of the Ravens had delved down into the Silver Star, finding evidence of both the murders that were committed here, as far as the destruction of the Shrine of Serenray, we actually found a body. Mm-hmm. As well as, yes, finding both the body of one Serenite that had been killed, as well as two members of the city guard, the Datari, that had been slain seemingly afterwards mm-hmm. uh, by someone with exceptional skill. I wonder who it could be. Yeah. Yep. That's who I think, yeah. The In the meantime, Lucia had, very long story short, taken the guards from there to a house that Adria had broken into before convincing them <laughs> that it was her house. Even though there was no lady in the house. <laughs> but didn't want to be there when the actual owner of the house returned, and so convinced the guards to take her to Bleakbridge, but didn't want to take her to Adria's house, so went to a random friend of Adria's. And then, while disguised as a little old woman, tried to convince this random person <laughs> to lie to the Tatari and take her in, and then subsequently fled for her life, jumping off a of Bleakbridge uh, with her one athletics, I believe One it is. athletics, yeah. Mm. Minor, minor correction to the previous uh, episode, by the way. I did post this elsewhere, but I did want to throw this out here, just sent for anyone that is listening to this and using this as a means by which to learn Pathfinder 2nd Edition. You cannot stealth with any form of movement that you do not have a natural movement speed in. Mm. Yeah, so I, I should not have been able to stealth at all and been very obviously there so yes so for instance a shark can stealth in water but a human cannot Mm. unless you've Uh, magically gotten a swim speed or something well yeah if if you're magically granted a swim speed or like rangers can uh 
take their wilderness, like whatever their terrain dedication thing oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah, for yeah. aquatic yeah. and gain a swim speed. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, a ranger could do a SEAL Team 6 with a reed and slowly float under the water, <laughs> but ye standard swashbuckler can't. Yeah. Yep. Also, we had an interesting discussion about uh, uh, underwater uh, bow combat and how deep like you can shoot in Pathfinder versus the real world. Um, yeah, you can shoot a lot farther in Pathfinder. Mm. That's just the oh, physics. Yeah. <laughs> physics <laughs> weren't different like, in the world. No, he, she was down. You shouldn't have been able to shoot her. And it's like, no, no, you can absolutely shoot her. <laughs> <laughs> yep, somehow it gives you the same buoyancy, but it's also not as dense. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, you know, magic is literally a thing in this world. So that Yeah, sadly, true. I didn't have any magic swimming ability. Mm, so I got nice. caught. So, yeah, you were captured. Um well, basically, you eventually just really had the choice between drowning or yeah, drowning, drowning, dying, or being arrested. And so, you know, no brainer yep. there. It was pretty clear I wasn't going to make it to the shore. <laughs> no, and also I'm not sure how entertaining it would be for the audience to listen to you try, but or listen to me drown. Yeah, that'd been <laughs> or super listen sad. to you drown. Yeah, would have gone from like a really funny kind of cringy episode into just sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Lucia did not die. So, no, I'm at half hit points though. <laughs> Yeah. Got shot a bunch. I mean, you did heal overnight. You did get to rest at least, so you should. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I've rested that. overnight. I don't know how long it took. Uh, well, you, you did manage to send a message our way at least. It's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, I sent. What, what was it? The pillowcase or something? I, yeah. I yes. Sent to you, guys? you you did gain a gain hit points for resting for the evening. Ah, okay, cool. But you were able to send out a message to your compatriots, and that message was written in your own blood on your own pillowcase. Yep. Given to your raven. Uh, which one's yours? Dear sweet Bren. Because Bren is also contraband. Mm-hmm. That's true. Best to uh, best to get him out also. Thank goodness none of the guards had uh, detect magic. <laughs> so they could know oh I had God. magic on me. All these guys are basically warriors, so. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's really the Hell Knights that have the magic users mixed in. Well, detect magic doesn't work the same as it used to anyway. Yeah. yeah, they could just sense if there was a magic on you, which, mind you, at that point, they That's, would be at like, At that point, they just strip you, you down, and they'd find whatever you got. Although, in your case, it was swimming around in your stomach, so. Yep, <laughs> gross. Yeah. Guaranteed. Sure, there's some, I'm sure there's some damage done to her intestines from that, you know. Eh, nothing a little magic it's can't It's quite fix, possible. Right? It depends on how long it depends was in on the there. shape of the raven, really. If it's like little wings out, that really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you were able to send Bren out with a, a missive for your compatriots. A bloody message written on your own pillowcase, which said, "Me, Serene, help." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think I put I, I signed it with a uh, an L. You signed it L. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's hope that that makes sense, or else I'm never getting rescued. And we left as Lucia's cousin, Romas, made his way in, and we'll pick oh, it back up <laughs> elsewhere. Wait, wait, uh, what? The rest of the ravens. <laughs> Wake up Frick. early in the morning at dawn. <laughs> what the? I imagine uh, Nicolo getting up from the bed because I can only imagine he probably gave the bed to someone else. Uh, probably offered it to the ladies and then Cesare took it. Probably. probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes, this happened. Cesare is like, everyone's like, well, I'm not sure. Well, you know, you, you take it, honey. And no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. You know, and then Cesare is like, well, no Cesare's already in the bed. Like, flank it up. You look over there. Cesare's already in the bed and Raven's already on his pillow. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, exactly. What? (laughs) You all wake up, get up. Adria does her best with Niccolo's scant rations to make decent grits for all of you in the morning. Hey. 
Grits is pretty much all he has. So yes. <laughs> he had enough butter and stuff to things. Oh, I, no I like that you think he's got butter. <laughs> yeah, that's a luxury. That is a luxury. Yeah. I go down to the market. I buy butter. I head back in. I make grits. Yep, you wake up early. You go to Kellenberg's. You buy some butter. You come back. Say hi to mm. Kellenberg. He's like, hey, how's it going? He's very chatty. Yeah. yeah. You're like, it's too early for chatty. Goodbye. <laughs> you make your way back. You guys uh, start eating your morning breakfast. I'm sure there's a little bit of a. Uh, you guys really haven't spent like a lot of time together where you're like prepping stuff in the there morning. There is so. fish. Yeah. Oh, that's Hello, true. Gabe. I did buy a bunch of fish yeah. for. Um, <laughs> technically, it's for Raven, but. Yeah, so Raven has fish in the morning. Raven, fish Raven generously yeah. offers to share. You can have Aww. fish porridge. <laughs> I'll make a heck of a fish porridge. <laughs> I know a lot of fish recipes. I lived on a boat once. There you go. Nicolo probably wakes up in the morning. I imagine probably does his morning like calisthenics or something like that. Mm. You know, Chazare just kind of rolls over and pages through a book. Yep. Yeah. Got to memorize those spells. <laughs> you know, Adria's outside Disney princessing on uh, Nicolo's extraordinarily <laughs> rickety walk up as you open the door and she's just covered in pigeons. Mm. <laughs> True. So I imagine you're out there basically like the pigeon lady from uh, Home Alone 2. <laughs> yeah. That's there exactly what I'm like. Don't let them into my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Why? They're wonderful creatures. Very smart. They used to be pets. Victoria's off the side taking copious notes. Mm. As Rachel's doing about right pigeons. Yeah. Uh, probably about pigeons. her companions, to be honest. She's like watching all of you guys like this is You're building your dossiers for all of us? Mm. I have oh, yeah. feelings about for pigeons, sure. okay? <laughs> Everyone's trying to ignore the fact like Nicolo's over there doing like his morning push-ups and all the rest of that. And like, you know, Raven's like hopped down and is like offering suggestions and doing little <laughs> cat push-ups next to him. <laughs> Yeah. Jumping on his shoulder to give him a little extra weight so he has to work out a little harder. Feel the burn, Nicola. Feel the burn. <laughs> Got it. Thanks. When did Raven become a personal trainer? She is whatever she, she needs is, to be. She's a cat of many skills. That's true. You are almost finished with your morning breakfast before there is a sharp metallic rap rap. As you look over towards the window, there is a bright-eyed, exceptionally fluffy, immaculately groomed, Silver Raven cocking his head curiously and then rapping incessantly <laughs> at the recently repaired and replaced window. <laughs> I open the window. Perched on what I can only imagine is like one of those windowsill flower bed boxes or mm -hmm. something that Nicolo has tried growing herbs in and has never taken. Nope, not once. The Raven hops through the open window drops what appears to be just a bloody piece of cloth down onto the floor and then preens <laughs> triumphantly <laughs> like it has just accomplished the greatest thing yeah. imaginable. Like, I did it! Okay, guys, uh, this very magnificent-looking bird has uh, brought, I think, maybe bad news. She kind of picks up and waves around this uh, bloody It looks like scrap. it's in blood, yeah. All of you, of course, recognize Breen as being... Lucia's raven. Oh, God. What'd Lucia get herself into? Uh, she's bleeding, whatever it is, or maybe that's somebody else's blood, but... <laughs> I wrote it in the blood of my enemies. <laughs> I wiggle it around until I can read it, maybe. Well, you open this. Brain preens triumphantly against the windowsill. I suppose as you uh, read a short note. I figure um, Vittoria, like, pats the bird on the head, like, to make it feel good. Yep. Seeing your book, it. seeing your book and pen, the bird poses. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Victoria draws a little sketch in her notebook. It's not very good, but it's there. <laughs> mm. 
The message says, me, Serini, help, L. Well, at least my suspicions were correct, but that doesn't really make me feel much better at the moment. Me, Serini, help, Serini. How are we supposed to know where she is? But she is a Serini, then. I'm assuming she's the missing Serini child that the Datari have been looking for. Wait, they've been they've been looking for a missing Serini child? Um, <laughs> yes, about a week ago, their daughter disappeared. Uh, there's been wanted posters all over the city. I'll be honest, I was not paying attention to the nobles missing somebody. Raven looks at Cesare, looks back. Yeah, we don't get out of our tower much. <laughs> okay, uh, this really doesn't tell us where... Uh, I'm assuming if she is sending us a bloody note, uh, it probably means she's incarcerated. And then her family is going to come and collect her, and there's no way we're getting into the noble district and breaking into an estate. Well, I mean, technically we did do that. Oh. Well, breaking into the Serenis is different than breaking into a derelict Victor estate. Yes. The Serenis are, um, um, intense would be the kindest word I could give them. I was about to say, they have a tagline, I think, or like a motto or something like that. What is it? Uh, Serenis always always pay their their debts. debts. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Air 5, Rachel. Go ahead and make a uh, society check for all of you. Mm. I'll go ahead and give it to you. Only Adria didn't make this check. So (laughs) it's just like, "Ah, I don't care. (laughs) Uh, The Sereni do not necessarily have a catchphrase. catchphrase. Uh, All of you are aware that the Serenis family interests, first off, the Serenis are led by Countess Aurora Sereni who is a renowned retired cellist diva. Mm. Fantastic opera singer. Like even even Cesare is like, yeah, you know, I have to admit like she's a phenomenal singer, even if she's a terrible person. Uh, their family interests include Diabolism, Diabloism, entertainment, and theater of the real. Mm. Their political allegiance is to throne. Uh, you are aware that there are numerous branches of House Sorini. The Cantargan branch is just one of the various branches. They are cousins to the more prominent Agorian branch. Uh, however, the Agorian branch and the Kentargo branch, by extension, are renowned for their dedication to House Throne. They were one of the very first families that joined House Throne during the Rebellion. And as such, had mm. earned the moniker of the Mad Dogs of Throne. Oh. Okay. That's pretty bad. Couldn't have picked a worse family. Oh, <laughs> well, you don't pick your family. And they will have priests of Asmodeus and Hell Knights among their numbers. <sighs> All right. Well... I mean, we'll have to figure out what happened and where she went. It's probably going to take some time. If she went to the Serenity estate, I don't know what we can do, but if she's just held by the government, we can try to figure out if maybe she's got a fine or something. Depends on if she revealed she's a Serenity to them. And as callous as this may sound, if the Serenity thinks she's been kidnapped and we show up looking for her... Mm, they'll suspect us immediately. Exactly. Well, suppose we should retrace what steps we can. Uh, where did you end up leaving Lucia? Uh, <laughs> a house, and then I think she was heading toward the bridge. Mm. It's the a most bridge. likely the Datari eventually captured her, and she's incarcerated somewhere. Well, probably on the bridge. We can ask around, see if we see if anybody just heard of anybody getting captured yesterday. Mm. Like basically gather information. I mean, it'll take yeah, you know, a couple hours, but <laughs> head back over Bleach Bri- Break Blah Bleak <laughs> Bleak Bridge. Bleak I'm not the only one who has trouble talking. 
Yeah. The the now head back over to the bridge and ask around. Yeah, Adria's gnome friend is just going to come up and be like, "Did you hear?" (laughs) Oh no, met gnome friend. (laughs) She had no way of knowing. I know. Yeah. (laughs) So suppose you all head out elsewhere in the city, Lucia. You stand in front of the window to your cell, turning back to face Romas as he enters. The Hell Knight stands in the open doorway, looks over Lucia for a long moment. Without speaking a word, Lucia, he makes his way in, having greeted you when he arrived, glances you over, probably notes you trying to hide your like right hand behind your back, steps around to look at your hand, noting the, uh, the point where you've bitten through your finger and bled over it. Looks over to the pile of straw where your pillow once was. Looks over to the window that you're standing next to. Looks back to you. Well, you've had a busy week. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's one way you could put it. He looks back towards the open door where the guard captain from the night before stands. Bags under his eyes. Mm, same. <laughs> captain Ray and I'll take her into my own custody now. The man nods gestures over towards one of his lieutenants who comes over as a clipboard with some paperwork. Hands over a quill. The Hell Knight signs down at the bottom. Hands it back over. This is Chiliac, so of course they're going to do the paperwork. Mm-hmm. Lawful society, man. Yeah, Nick Angel would approve. The- oh, man. Hot buzz. <laughs> Very nice. That was a class A reference. Over the next few minutes, you're taken out of this room. You're still in your, basically, your prison clothes at this point, which is a simple white shirt and gray pants with no shoes. He makes his way to the front desk, retrieves all of your items, turns and leads you out of the structure where a large dark carriage pulled by two black chargers stands. Oh gosh, like Lucia can't help but like kind of cringe. A third, even larger black stallion. Its reins are tied to the back of the carriage. That's Resplendent in its spiked Hell Knight barding. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, it's barding. It's so cute. <laughs> it's so cool. It has also beaten horse. a devil in single combat. Oh, no, jeez. Whoa. It's Shadow Mirror from the Elder Scrolls games. Yep. Recruit the horse. <laughs> Recruit the horse. It has silver uh, horseshoes. We're kicking the crap out of those. Oh, man. Yeah, that's necessary. It's like, wouldn't silver horseshoes be crummy and not work very well? Shh. <laughs> just have to replace it's a silver alloy. Often. It's fine. Uh, the... The Hell Knight opens up the carriage door in an almost not quite a mocking manner, but inclines his head and gestures a hand for you to step inside of the carriage, my lady. Oh, you're making me feel even worse, Romas. Oh, I'm in so much trouble. She steps inside the carriage. The Hell Knight climbs in after you. The carriage like shifts under the weight of the man in full plate as he settles down on the opposite side. You can tell that this carriage has probably been used by Hell Knights previously, or maybe something that they used to come to here. Uh, mostly judging by the fact that the there is no padding for the chairs in here, and the wood in here is severely scratched by the spiky armor that they all wear. Mm. It's, a, it's a real problem with Hell Knights that they have, like, the coolest-looking armor. <laughs> yeah. The carriage begins to roll its way north across Bleak Bridge, back in the direction of the mainland. For a long few minutes, you sit in silence with your cousin before Romus leans forward. Why? <sighs> There's some people that have been missing. One of them is a good friend of mine. So I went out looking for her. 
If someone is missing, then you should report that to the proper authorities, and we would investigate. Yeah, the fact that she's missing is a little weird on account of she works at the Opera House, so it's not like nobody noticed. The fact of the matter was nobody said anything about her missing, so clearly you didn't care. I mean, I've been down in the Devil's Nursery, and there's a serial killer down there nobody's doing anything about. Oh, strokes his chin for a moment. The stubble that just kind of, you know, clings to the bottom of his chin, the rest of him clean-shaven. Has it occurred to you that if someone is missing and no one is talking about it, that they deserve to be missing? I know my friend, and I don't think she deserved it at all. Again, assuming she's actually missing, I may have just not found her in the city. You could have come to me, Lucia. Finding people is what I do. So ominous. Romas, we used to be... I don't know about close, but like, you know, on good terms, but like, you kind of scare me. <laughs> You're kind of scary in the armor. He smiles. A genuine smile as he leans back against the inside of the carriage. Good. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the order of the rack is not the order of the turret. We don't try to be friendly. But you know me, Lucia. Law-abiding citizens have nothing to fear from the Hell Knights. I mean, I I know that. But, I mean, I don't know. Just the last week I've been, a, I've been walking around the city and it's... People are nervous. People are yes. scared. And I'm a little scared too. Because I don't know what's going on. I know you're a daughter of Kintargo. And it's different from my home in Agorian. But cousin, Kintargo has been out of line. For a long time. Like, in what way? I mean, everything seemed normal to me. Imagine you have a flotilla, and one ship is off by a single degree. Over the course of a mile or two, it's not noticeable. But after a hundred miles, well, he smiles looking out over the city. Someone has to course correct. And that's what we're here for. Not to punish the city. That's not what we're here for. We're here to bring it in line, to help its citizens. Unfortunately, some people don't understand that. They believe that education lead people to better lives. They should simply accept that their betters know what's best and that their ignorance would lead them to a happier life. It's so gross. I just want to throttle him. Oh. I can't wait till we get to fight Ramos or Romas. Oh, I know, right? Like, that's going to be a fun fight. Have you ever heard the phrase that the venoms of the mind poison the body? Well, yeah, I've heard that. Chiliax is a single body and these perceptions in the city of individual freedoms and the needs of the one outweighing the needs of the many. They're poison. So, the Night of Ashes, the Victacora estate, that was, what, a course correction, excising the venom type of an action? The whole time as you speak, Ramos leans forward, placing his elbows on his knees. To the point that your faces are really only about two feet apart at that point. Jeez. You have been busy. I mean, it's pretty easy to notice whenever the house burned down. Not many speak of the Vitticoras. There's a lesson to be learned there. Do you understand it, cousin? I'm starting to get the idea. Yeah. He nods. He points towards the window that looks out to where the greens stand on the hill and the walls. The lesson is the walls of the greens do not protect you. Noble or commoner, the law applies the same. Yep, seems that way. All are equal under it. There's a fairness in that. 
He smiles. Again, a genuine smile. And nods. It's been too long. And I'm sorry that we had to meet again under these circumstances. I received the report from the guard, and it seems that... I was also going through a rebellious phase once. You? No. And then my family entrusted me to the Hell Knights. Oh, is that a threat? Chellish military school, man. I was, was going to say, if anybody has ever heard of like parents who threatened to send their kids to military school and stuff, basically that. Mm. Times like a thousand. Mm. It was what? Five years ago? The last time we met? Yeah. Those were good times, Lichia. And I hope during my stay here that we can be friends again. But I don't want you to be led astray. I worry sometime about my family's, our family's involvement in the theater. There are so many revolutionary ideas. Sometimes it's better to just accept. The system works, and it's here to protect you. Huh. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it that way, but I don't know. I I love the theater. That's my, that's my thing, right? I mean, it's all I've ever really known. So to think like going and doing these shows and pretending to be different people is giving people the wrong ideas. I have found in my experience and my order teaches us that a simple life brings happiness. There's no need to confuse people with these revolutionary ideas. A person should be happy to wake up, do their job, and take pride in a job well done. I do. He smiles, his thumb unconsciously hooking on the edge of his sword. It's a nice day when I've murdered commoners in the street. Mm-hmm. I know that you've probably been somewhat confused by your time out here in the streets. But don't worry. The Order of the Rack is here. He smiles in a way that you think is supposed to be reassuring. <laughs> the carriage rolls into the greens, to the Serenia estate, after making its way past the small lake that occupies the center of the greens. The Serenia estate notably having always stood alone, separated from even any of the other noble estates, which at the very least share one wall with another another one of the nobility. The carriage rolls inside in the massive Serene estate like a dark edifice, having had its entire facade replaced following the Chell Civil War in the Agorian style. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically think any depiction you've ever seen of like Gothic architecture with high spires and gargoyles sprouting off of every direction, It's as you step out every time that you see the house, especially with your experience in the theater, you expect a lightning flash in the background and a wolf howling somewhere nearby. (laughs) Yes. This is is like every 40K Inquisition model or something. Oh, yes, exactly. Yes. (laughs) Your Hell Knight guardian leads you in. At first, he does just like offer his arm if you would wish to take it. I guess I will, just to keep up the appearance that he's getting through to me. Yeah. You gingerly slide your arm in, finding a way around the the spikes and edges on his armor before he leads you up the steps. The guards watch you with some curiosity as you make your way in, at which point you're led into the foyer. The stage is set. What? Stepping inside, the thick red velvet curtains cover the surrounding walls. A long thick carpet leads its way from the front door up to the wide set of black oak stairs leading up to the second floor, splitting in a Y up at the top. There, underneath, the massive statue of the I that stands predominantly at the top of the stairs stands your mother. Oh, center stage, no. 
flanked by the family. No. Spread out on the stairs as if they've probably been waiting here for maybe 20 minutes. <laughs> to walk Seriously, in. why are they so They're dramatic? They're so dramatic. <laughs> the entirety of the chandelier, every candle has been lit to throw the room in stark contrast. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Very distantly, it may be your imagination. You think you hear a pipe organ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Your mother, the countess, in full regalia, black and red dress, that uh, almost web-shaped, like, spiked collar oh, that goes God. up around the top. Oh, yeah. Framing oh. her face. Oh, gosh. Again, she's all about five foot two and almost as wide as she is tall. But scary. has this intimidating air and, of course, can stare down at you from on high. She stares at you coolly for a long moment. Uh-oh, they got news about I did bad. Lucia, what were you thinking you leave the house, you leave the sanctuary and protection of our family. Now, now, when the storm has finally hit shore, my guards scoured the grounds, climbed the highest parapets to stare over the city, hunting through the city streets amongst the rabble to find you. And I understand you take some sort of operatic dive off the side of a bridge. <laughs> Hey, at least she admits it was cool. It was operatic, in fact. I know, right? <laughs> I feel like that's actually maybe a compliment. Do you have to say for yourself? I suppose I wasn't thinking very clearly. I can admit that. But the time that I spent in the city was very enlightening for me. And I don't really regret it except for the part about diving off the bridge. That was really a bad idea. Really lying to the gods was a bad idea. That was really where it all started. That was certainly a bad idea. Ramos smiles. <laughs> Thank you for the vote of confidence, Ramos. <laughs> Look, I can see this is like, you know, we're, we're set up here for a performance and you're mad at me. I get it. I deserve it. What can I do to make things better for you? <laughs> Never leave the house again, ever. Join the Hell Knights. It's not going to be as easy as that, Lucia. You have always been willful. She begins to pace. In one hand... She has this long gold chain, which she starts to steadily spin with this pendulum red ruby on the end, immediately commanding attention and drawing the eye as a master thespian. Oh my gosh. You can see where I get it from, y'all. You can see why Lucia is the way she is. <laughs> I was rebellious some in my youth as well. I understand. I traveled far and wide. I had more affairs than your father would like to count. But I understood something important. Family is the only thing you can rely on, Lucia. We shelter and protect you. You've seen what it is like out there now. Dangerous. Filled with these rabble, thinking themselves our equals. No. I blame myself. Not you. I gave you too much freedom. Uh-oh. And that ends now. You can come willingly, or I can lock you in the highest tower so you can soliloquy down to the guards your pain and anguish, or you can embrace us. She spreads her arms. I'll enlist you in school. You can learn. Well, private tutors coming to the house. I'm not going to let you leave the house, but 
Uchiha tries, it's, it's like deadpan, but inside she's just like screaming. Can I take elven history? There's a <laughs> You know she's not going to let you take elven history. Like, no way. I don't know. She probably actually appreciates the elven arts and music and all the rest of that stuff. I mean, elven wine is super good, so. She is an artiste. <laughs> These are your options. Perhaps it would be best served for you, in fact, to go and stay with our family in Agorian. Ramos, I'm assuming my sister would be more than happy to take her in. Ramos smiles and inclines his head. Gives what you think is supposed to be a sympathetic smile towards Lucia. Agorian is beautiful this time of year. Dark and cloudy and full of pointy things. Devils walking the streets. It's witch burning season. No. (laughs) (laughs) The smell of roasting meat. The Order of the Pyre has been real busy this year. This is the violence inherent in the system. Lucia straightens her back and tries to put on a brave face. You talk about this city like there's a thug on every street and there's, you know, danger around every corner. She nods her head like you're agreeing with her. But I've never felt that way. I've walked the streets just fine this past week. There's issues in the city. I, I understand that. I mean, but it's not the danger that you're talking about. And I don't want to just sit here and hide behind walls for the rest of my life. I want to have friends outside of the family, and I want to be, you know, able to just do what I want to do. I want to maybe interact with other people who aren't just rich people. The people who are privileged to be able to work here and live here are not the majority of this town, this city. I just want to make my own path, and it, if you want me to just sit here and learn and pretend that I'm just going to be your little kept kid, I don't want that. So. If that's what you, your idea of family is, then maybe I'm not a Serene anymore. How's that sound? I don't go to Igorian. I don't do any of that. I will just be Lucia now. No last name, just Lucia. And I will do this on my own. You would renounce your family. This, she gestures around to her to the opulently appointed room, beautiful crystal chandelier hanging overhead, your various siblings, to wallow in the mud out there with the commoners. Don't think yourself some sort of high noble slumming it with the commoners, some sort of dramatic come around hero story. I've seen the way those play out. The hero dies. I'll take my chances out there. At least I'll have some friends out there. I don't wanna be just another noble watching this city burn because we're in our high castles and we don't know what's going on. The laws aren't protecting us. I will at least be able to do my own thing and live by my own rules. And to me, that's worth more than this whole family. I won't have to be afraid when I go to sleep at night because honestly, you scare me, mom. Honestly, you scare me. (laughs) You are painfully naive, but I care for you as blood. Take her to a room and post the guards. She gestures with a hand dismissively turning. The guards step forward before Ramos steps a half length forward as his thumb clicks his blade partially free from its sheath. Oh, what? 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 Correction, Countess. My dear cousin is a chill citizen of the age of majority. Oh, baby. Oh, law, baby. You are not allowed to illegally restrain her or hold her captive. Okay, Lucia honestly, like, just turns and beams at Ramos. Like, oh my gosh, you are saving me right now. I don't agree with Lucia's views on many things, but she has every right to hold them. 
And as a free citizen, has every right to walk out of this place. Renounce or disinherit her as you wish. He glances towards one of the guards next to him who takes a half step back. (laughs) Oh God, yeah. It's like, nope, above my pay grade. But I will not tolerate lawlessness. There is a long moment where your mother literally flustered. Oh. Sputters. (laughs) You would betray your family, Ramos? Betray? I'm incapable of treason. However, my loyalty lies to the code and the chain and my nation, then family. I'm sorry, my aunt, but you're fourth in line. Oh, oh dang, Ramos! The coolest hell night ever. We need to recruit him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Think he's, not, but... he's very good in this situation, but I don't I... think it's the long term that you know. Maybe uh, we just don't kill him later. <laughs> Lucia, I assume you wish to leave. Yes, I do. He turns back. Your uncle, standing on the stairs, watches curiously. The half elf. The half elf. A faint yeah. smile playing on his lips as he looks down over you. Ramos takes your elbow turns and leads you out. Wild. That went well. He <laughs> says as you step out onto the grounds and begin to approach the carriage. Thanks for having my back in there. That was honestly surprising. Surprising how? Your mother attempted to do something illegal, and I cannot tolerate that. Yeah, you know, weirdly, I didn't think that was illegal because it just never occurred to me. Two years ago, it wouldn't have been. You would have been a minor in her care, and she could have chosen to do that if she so wished. But you are an adult and can make your own decisions. He stops, grabbing your elbow somewhat hard, turning you towards him. Do not make bad decisions, Lucia. I would like if we stay on the same side. I'd like that too, I think. Now, of course, this means your mother will not be posting your bell. Ergo, I will return you back to the custody of the law enforcement that arrested you. Shall we? He gestures towards the carriage. You know what they say, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Also, what is the fine? Can I just pay a fine and like, get out? How does that work? I... You can discuss that with the captain whenever we return. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Why do I feel weirdly good about going back to jail? This is so weird. <laughs> he glances back towards almost the castle-like manor house. <laughs> Shakes his head. I've learned something important in my time with the Hell Knights. We all choose our own jail. Mm. You've just chosen a separate one. Wait, so if we choose our own jail, then what's yours? The measure and the chain. Huh. We Hell Knights don't needlessly inflict pain and suffering and fear on others. I fight to make a better world, one in which I will no longer be needed. My prison is knowing that I fight to make myself obsolete. Huh. Still, he leans in. It's a good speech. Really? Oh, I I was so flustered the entire time. Your improvisational skills have improved, cousin. But not my lying skills, and I think that's actually a good thing. That is definitely a good thing. (laughs) Do not lie to law enforcement. Do not cross them again. You're lucky to have gotten away with as little injury as you did. And if it's a hell knight you're dealing with next time and not the Dutari, he leans in. Cooperate. Got it. I'd hate to see you hurt. Ramos loads you up into the carriage, sits down opposite. <laughs> he's so cool. Carries on a polite conversation with you on the way back. He's, he's just like, yeah. Why does he have to be a cool hell knight? Oh, man. 
Well, that's the thing is, if law is technically on your side, your Hell Knight is your friend. Yep. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. The problem is, generally speaking, law hasn't been on your side. Yeah, <laughs> true. Too generally true. not great right now. You make your way through the city streets, carry on a polite conversation with Ramos, mostly about how much he'd forgotten how much he loves the Cantargo seafood. Mm. <laughs> that trout is good. Or is it? Is it trout? The rainbow trout or something? I think it's salmon. I think it's silver salmon. Silver, yeah. silver salmon. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, the Yulubulus River is one of those like salmon rivers. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Bears. You are then returned back to Bleak Bridge. You go rolling up your way. I can only imagine, judging by the amount of time that had passed by this point, the rest of the ravens probably covertly following this carriage. <laughs> having seen it be the only carriage that rolled into the Serenia Estate, because there's nothing stopping you from going in there to go to the shops and all the rest yeah, of that stuff true. as far as Cesare is concerned. <laughs> Discreetly following at a distance as this all-black char carriage pulled by two black chargers with a third <laughs> black charger covered in spiked barding. Hey, and I recognize that <laughs> Hell Knight. That's the a-hole that ran over that kid. Yeah. Oh, that's right. No, the kid, the kid ran in front of his horse. He just went, don't get in front of my horse, kid. That's illegal. I was going to say, he just, <laughs> the problem is he does it in the Hell Knight way, which is just a little intimidating just because they have the big black scary armor. Well, and also it's that lawful evil approach of, yeah, sure, the kid got injured, but he should not have been in front of my horse argument. Yeah, blame the victim. Blame the victim, yeah. He may be on your side right now, but he's not necessarily always a great guy. Ramos helps you out of the carriage. For a moment, you think you glance over and see a, a black cat watching intently from a nearby alleyway. <laughs> to be fair, Raven makes a really good scout. Also, yes. I don't. Raven would be the last one you saw, honestly. Probably. Well, Raven probably doesn't bother hiding herself. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah, Raven yeah. didn't hide in plain sight because it's just a black cat. Like, yep. you know, Raven looks over at Cesare. It's like I need to go incognito, and then Cesare's like, oh, okay, and then takes off her little vest. You are led inside and processed once again. Okay. Ramos delivers you, gives you a smile and nod. Be good, dear cousin. I will. And thanks for putting me back on the straight and narrow. <laughs> I hope you stay there. Hopefully meet again under better circumstances. He nods, turns, pauses at the door, looks back and gives you a pointed look. Give it time, Lucia. Give it time and witness the changes that we will make. He gives you a smile once again that you feel like is supposed to be reassuring. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Can you do me a favor? Hmm. Could you at least put in a word with the Dotari about that serial killer in Devil's Nursery? Like, I feel really bad for those guys. We have not been informed of this, although if there is a murderer, then we would deal with them. He hooks his thumb on the hilt of his sword efficiently. And now suddenly Hell Knights are prowling the streets of Devil's Nursery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of my way of, like, turning them towards actually doing something useful instead of just, you know, going around scaring people. So... Eh. I doubt they find him. He turns and makes his way out. I suppose you turn back to uh, to processing here. And an answer to your question pertaining towards processing. Speaking of processing. You are guilty of public disobedience for evading arrest. Okay. As well as violating curfew. Oh, fun. They're going to hit me with that one, too. Okay. Okay. Violating curfew. According to the helpful so, sheet here. Yes. Crimes and punishments. It's seven gold is the fine, uh, or you would be informed that you would e either be seven gold or 11 days in confinement. Oh, confinement, so I'm not getting like shipped off to a labor camp or anything? That's 
No, no, they're just holding you here. It, 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 it would take longer for you to get to the labor camp and back. They basically spend three days getting you there, and then you oh, work for so a day like, and then Oh, so it's like back. way outside the city. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in the salt flats that are outside of Cantargo. Will they accept a trade of gear? We can just go bail you out. Um, so because like I've only got one gold in my name. She's back there yet? We've watched her. Oh yeah, you you guys are all aware that she's there. Um, so as the person mm. who's probably dealt with the Datari the most, uh, Vittoria's gonna go inside. I like I like to think that Vittoria turns to her companions like, okay, everyone, empty out your pockets. I'm gonna go out in there and see what I can do. I have 31 gold pieces. I also have 31. Yeah. Oh, so you I guys can... are so great. <laughs> <laughs> you really you really shouldn't bail me out. Vittoria is definitely the one who's dealt with the Tatari the most. This is yeah, true. I tend to not talk to them, if at all humanly possible. I do not talk to them either. I have never encountered them much. <laughs> Since Motobo Nikola. <laughs> Nikola says, definitely lying. So, Vittoria, I suppose you, you make your way over to the northwest gate. Technically, there's the two. You're on the northern side of Bleak Bridge, and then there's the east and the west towers. Uh, you make your way over towards the west tower, which appears to be where Lucia is being held. Open up the door, make your way inside. There's a guard at the reception desk here. He basically just, you know, nods as you enter. Probably just kind of gestures with a hand back towards another two people that are currently waiting to speak to him as he finishes filing his paperwork because he needs to file it in triplicate. Uh, although okay. once you mention, you know, hey, I'm, I'm looking for a friend, he nods to one of the newer recruits who leads you back to the processing room uh, where Lucia is currently standing, going like, like looking over stuff. It's like, how much would you give me for this, like... For my hand crossbow. This is a good hand crossbow. <laughs> like yeah, I forgot, I forgot you were going to peg me for being out past curfew. So I was like, oh, I think I can scrounge up two gold, but I can't scrounge up seven. <laughs> Vittoria, you step in seeing Lucia there, uh, as well as one of the processing guards, as well as uh, getting ready to finally end his shift. This guard the, captain is poor just captain. over it. I feel bad He's for done. him. I feel really bad for him. What was his name again? I think we actually heard it. I like, need to send him a salmon. Rain. With you send him a salmon. Just like one whole salmon. <laughs> you haven't ever really worked much in the Bleak Bridge area. Although Captain Rain does have a reputation as he's technically the captain over all four towers, which oh, is so a rather prestigious like appointment. Mm. The captain nods to you as you enter. Uh, Ma'am, I'm sorry, we're in the middle of something. Uh, you have to be in the middle of something that I think I can uh, help with. He looks between you and Lucia. Lucia I, like, uh, just kind of looks at you with a what the heck are you doing kind of a look. <laughs> So I have been looking for my friend most of the night. Um, did not realize what sort of. Oh no! Don't say most. No, of the no, no, night. no! Don't say most of the curfew. night. No, no, no! Re redo that. No, no, most of the night. So <laughs> I have been terribly worried about my friend who has been missing most of the night. She was supposed to meet me for drinks, didn't show up, and then I hear all sorts of things have happened and found out that she was here through another friend of mine who works um, elsewhere. Um, What's your friend's name? Um. <laughs> Datari Dom, actually. Datari Dom. I'm not familiar with him. See, Jarvison. Yeah, Jarvison is over by where the Silver Star is, so, yeah. Uh, yes, he is. And your friends? Not friends, but I have helped the Tatari with some local cases before, and so when he told me that my friend was um, in peril. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm here to pay her fine. Ah, were you supposed to meet last night? I thought so, but perhaps I've gotten things mixed up. Oh no. And Jarvis End. What's wrong with Jarvis End? 
Oh, I'm just curious. Stop telling this man things. Just give him money and leave. He's capable, man. He's good. Say you're going to the three-legged devil. <laughs> yes, which is in oh, Jarvis's Yes, we're, we're yes. going to a burlesque show. Come on. <laughs> and she never came to the burlesque show. It was weird. Yeah. So can I can I admit something slightly embarrassing? We were supposed to go through the three-legged devil. The guard captain just nods. The the processing guy, a much younger captain or soldier, you know, gives kind of a smile and nod. <laughs> So, how much is her fine? I would much, I would be so much obliged if I could get her out of here. For violating curfew, that is going to be a fine of five gold pieces. For resisting arrest, that's an additional fine of two. (sighs) Lovely. So, she reaches into her bag and she pulls out seven gold, uh, like, disgruntledly, like she doesn't really want to be paying this for her friend. As a side note, for like, for the average worker, that's like two months' wages. Yeah, that's, a that's an expensive of money. Money. A lot of money. Hey, she does. He doesn't know your socioeconomic class. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. I am dressed very well, thank you. Yeah. The processor takes the gold. The captain watches both of you intently. Miss Sereni, I suppose, then that is our business concluded. Um. Yeah, and uh, I'm not going by Sereni anymore. It's just Lucia now. I don't think the guard cares. Have you filed the documents to change your name legally? <laughs> oh, there's documents for that? I mean, I could. I, I, what forms do I need to fill out? <laughs> I, love them too, I can the help DMV. you with that later. I think we should exit and leave the captain. Because the guard's like, oh, I have the forms right here, actually. You can make your way to Andos Hall and make the changes necessary for your name. Okay, that's super helpful. I'm so sorry for all the inconvenience of everybody. Victoria just grabs your arm and starts pulling you out the door. <laughs> you're, the yes. best, you're the best friend ever, I swear to God. I'll pay you back. We're all standing outside, like, arms mm. crossed, like, what the heck? Even even Raven has her little paws crossed. <laughs> yep. Before you leave the processing, they do return your items to you, since, cool. you know, they are your legal property. Yay! Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to need to go talk to a friend of mine, but, uh... Yes, you have a lot of explaining to do. We need to hear what happened, but not here. Let's get somewhere private. Come to my house. Adria's like, all right, let's go. We were already on the bridge. Yeah, let's do it. It's true. We are already on the bridge. Get back over to Adria's house and she's like, God, I need to start. Like, I need to open shop at some point. But first, I guess we'll do this. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. arrive. Make your way in. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Victoria. I am so in your debt. That was about two months worth of work. Just so you know. Would you like a job at the coffee shop? Or anywhere else. I can set you up with something. I mean, to be fair, I did have some time to do some thinking about that. We'll talk about that later. First explanations. I am such a bad liar. Oh, my God. Yeah, we are aware of that because you had me break into somebody's house. Yes. Okay, I panicked and I said a stupid lie. And then it just kind of snowballed from there until I was on Bleak Bridge. And, I'm stup- and instead of going to Adria's house, because that would be a really bad idea and you know, possibly incriminate Adrian and some of the stuff that we were doing, I decided to go to this like gnome lady. Um, oh. Yeah, she didn't really bail me out. She said she had no idea who I was. And then I just. You didn't look and like ran. yourself. She wasn't. How's she supposed to know who you are? You were in disguise. Why would anybody want to take the heat I, of the Tatari? I know. I know. Looking back at it, I know. I get that. So anyway, the Tatari were really suspicious of me, and so I just started running because I was panicking, and then I was panicking some more, and I jumped off the bridge. That was so you stupid what? that I did it. And uh, yeah, I kind of. Are you a good swimmer? Not really. Can you swim? I oh. mean, I can swim, just not really well. So anyway, wow. um, 
I was in the water for a while. The boats picked me up pretty easily, honestly. Like, don't jump in the river. That's never a good escape strategy is what I've learned. I mean, if you were a good swimmer, maybe. So then I started lying to the gods again about how I had been, you know, kidnapped by some gang and oh, they didn't believe me. <laughs> so you look over to the side. Raven just has both paws over her face. <laughs> Cesare has that look that like parents or teachers get when you've done something really disappointing. We are going <laughs> to practice simple lies. Lucia, this is very important and I need you to think about it as hard as you can. How many of us have you given up? Absolutely zero. You're and sure? You're sure about that? Yeah, I did make mention of uh, the Fair Fortune's livery as a place I'd been staying, but that's the mm. only thing that I said. I didn't mention any of you guys. I acted like I was acting on my own, wasn't covering for anybody. I did just make up a bunch of lies and then finally give, them, give up like, oh, it's just, you know, me being a rebellious teenager. And you're a Serini? Yeah! Kinda. So, yeah, I was raised as a Serini. The acting in the theater thing is kind of a family business, so I grew up in the theater doing the operas and such. Um, never really did the murder plays. That's not really my thing. They basically threatened me to lock me away in a cage and never let me leave the property ever again for running away. Oh, by the way, I ran away, so, like, when I said that I'd been kidnapped, they didn't believe that because I had left, like, a little rope, you know? Sure. Um, <laughs> so, okay, yeah. we're going to practice. Like I said, I think strong regimen of practicing the simplest lie. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't... So, they don't think I'm acting alone, but they didn't necessarily think that I'm, like, with you guys. Okay. So... I probably don't know what to think of you. Anyway, my parent, my mother was beside herself. She yelled at me dramatically. It's very dramatic. Mm. And uh, I kind of lost my temper and said I didn't want to be locked away. And uh, my cousin, who is a hell knight named Romas... The one that was with you? Me. That guy is a... He's not that bad of a guy. He's just really mm. lawful, you know? I don't know. Because, um, like, apparently mean. it's illegal to just keep you above uh, majority kids locked away. So I got to just walk out of there. Yes, that's kidnapping. Yeah, so uh, he kind of helped me just leave. Okay. But then I had to go back to jail and, like, pay the fines. and We, we, we know that so. part, Lucia. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Cesare wants to make a sense motive about this whole freaking story. <laughs> that's fair. I deserve that. <laughs> you, like, eye her. Yeah, no, Cesare is, is not eyeing. even bothering because she knows Lucia can't lie. And so she's just like, yeah, okay. I mean, it seems to line up with what I knew the last time I left off. Uh, Vittoria, you might want to, um, I mean, I'm sure you already know this, but watch your back extra careful these next few days. They might be trying to keep an eye on you, see where you go. Well, yes. I, I also um, had some time to do some thinking whenever you're in jail. And oh, you guys got, you guys got my message. You must have gotten my message, right? Yes, yes we did. I give you your bird back. Oh, thanks How so did much. you... Whose blood was that? Was that yours? Oh, that was mine. She, like, holds up her finger. <laughs> I bit my finger and then wrote on the pillowcase because I didn't really have anything else to write on. All right. Okay. Uh, um, okay, so I did some thinking while I was in the... What, what do you guys call it? The clink? You were um, literally there less than 24 hours. Not a lot of time for some introspective, life-changing decisions, exactly. Yeah, um, so I need to disappear for a while. Laying low would be top yep. of the line, but stay good. at the hideout. 
Now, the Rexus could use some company. That's kind of my plan. I also want to get some training from Morga on just how the Swimming? <laughs> you mean you want to <laughs> swim in the kiddie pool? Yeah. All right, kick. Right, I mean, there is actually water down there. Yeah, so we there is some water down there, yeah. Do some swimming lessons. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, yeah, definitely working on the swimming. That was a... Uh... Do we need swimming lessons, Cesare? Uh, perhaps. Though I'm not going to dive off the side of a bridge. I would fly using my magic. <laughs> but more than that, because they seem to already be suspecting I'm working with somebody, I need to... I need to be somebody else. Okay. Does that make sense? You can always uh, get a haircut and dye your hair and change the way you dress. Ooh, ooh, may I suggest black? Raven drapes her, like, yeah, you know, drapes her <laughs> paws across her face, like, mm, look at me. I think I'd look as a blonde. With, like, short hair? Like, like you know, like, military kind of cut. I think you'd look like a certain Marvel superhero, but... Um... <laughs> yes, I'm going full Miss Mar Captain Marvel. <laughs> I was thinking Tasha Yar, but that's just because I love uh, Denise Crosby. I think you do whatever you want to do. Yeah, I think it's up to you. The, yeah, but because the thing is, is that Lucia may have a place in the future, but I need to lay low for a while so that the Dotari, they're not looking for me. They're not watching me. All right. like, I think they suspect something that I'm up to. And I wouldn't be surprised if, even though if you've supposedly renounced the Sereni, that they keep an eye on you. Yeah, especially that. So my idea is to just be somebody else. Right. And we can keep Lucia around for some future time if it makes sense. You know, maybe I'll get a wig or something. Whatever you feel you need to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to... I got to come up with something. I don't know. Um, what's my motivation? Oh, Y'all in the theater, you don't get that. That's like a question to like understand what the character is, but I'll work on that. I know what motivation is. I think we've all heard that word, and we all have motivation in our own lives. I mean, and I understand exactly what you're talking about. I have three names. What? Wait, what? Aren't you just Raven? No, cats have three names. Huh. I never knew. Who are you to question this cat about her names? <laughs> <laughs> I have the name that you call me, I have the name that other cats call me, and I have the name that mm. I only call myself. Uh, and then you have that name in that weird dream you have where you're in some sort of cat army. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sergeant Whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I got to figure out some way to make money. And no offense, Adria, you've been just like the best. But I need something that maybe works with my skills a little bit more. Yeah, you're real bad at it. And so <laughs> this person maybe knows how to serve nobility. Maybe I can train people in that. That's like one of those things that people do. I, I don't know. might be able to find somebody like that. I mean, my job is finding people jobs. So... If so, you tell me what yeah, you want to that. do. I thought Jordan was literally going to have a moment where Lucia's like, is that what you do? <laughs> <laughs> is that a job? <laughs> it is. I have it. <laughs> well, yeah, because everybody that gets hired in as help, they don't get on the job training. They have to already know how to do this stuff. So when you times. go work for the nobles, they already, they expect you to already know how to do all the like basic things, how to address, how to serve food, you know, that kind of mm. stuff. So, I mean, I know all that stuff. That'd be... You know, I got the inside line, if you think about it. All right. I'll ask around, see who I can find. I'm sure that there's somebody looking for a trainer. Yeah. After the whole persona thing, like I said, I'm going to lay low for a bit. You, Yeah, just work on that on your own time, I guess. Um, but if you need help, let us know. 
And then, yeah. in the meantime, I guess at this point, it doesn't sound like the Silver Ravens are in trouble. We'll just have to no. keep it quiet for a bit. No, I like. I mean, I even like swallowed Bren to make sure that like they wouldn't find it. That's one way to oh. do it. Yeah, because like they searched me. You know, they Adria could... goes and washes her hands carefully. <laughs> 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 we should probably take Lucia to the hideout and then give their access these things we found at the estate. Agreed. Some of it may be of use. Maybe you can yeah. help Rexus go through it. You can keep that uh, fairy dragon entertained so no ruckus gets started. Anyway, yeah, I guess we'll head over. So, you all leave. Make your way across the bridge. Mark off a copper piece each. Yep, we already did. So expensive. <laughs> well, not for long. Once we get some solid gold under us, we should be okay. Make your way to Longroad's Coffee House. Yeah, Laria smiles and nods, lets you guys in back down to the bottom. I suppose you go over all this with Rexus, who is... It, but it's the same way when you know Morgo showed up. He's like, "Oh, that's that's great." You know, that, okay, yeah, come come on, come on in. Uh, we'll set you up, set you up to this room. I'll put up a little partition. Uh, we all technically stay in the exact same room, but you'll have curtains to give you a, a modicum of privacy while you're down here. That'll be great. You stay um, closer to the sisters. You make your way. Yeah, I, I imagine you kind of set yourself up in a decently comfortable bed. Rex's plight comes over and gives you like you know two or three books that Laria has gotten for him. Like, oh, it's just some light reading. It's fun. It's fun. You got any books on law? Oh, uh, I feel like I should know like what's legal and what's not. Might be a useful skill to learn for the rebellion. I do have plenty of those. It's part of my classes. Oh yeah, I was about to say Victoria oh, should have a lot. Criminology. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. With criminology, yep, you textbooks. Totally <laughs> uh, Morgar is happy to train you. Morgar also probably knows the law. I imagine after this, though, you gather together in your, you know, what Rexus affectionately calls the war room. <laughs> so you make your way in there, crowd around the desk in your mismatched eight chairs. Yeah. These chairs are better than the one in my apartment. They have padding. That's true. You settle down. You know, Rexus leans against the table eagerly. Um, so uh, I'm assuming I imagine you gave him the whole rundown of what happened uh, yeah. with Lucia. Uh, other, mm -hmm. other than the Lucia situation, things were successful. As far as... Yeah. I would say can so. Can be determined. Uh, Vittoria, I think uh, you and um, Lucia and Cesare found something. Yeah, I figure uh, Vittoria uh, brings out her bag and pulls out the uh, documents and the keys. And I'm going to hold on to the picture for the moment, though. I don't know if I want that to be something that I reveal to everyone, just because it might be emotional. He takes the key ring, looks it over. A smile kind of plays at the corner of his mouth. Um... This belonged to my father. I, I recognize that. He holds up one of the keys that has the stylized F on it. Hmm. Um, Do you know what it goes to? No. Uh, my <laughs> This sounds a little ridiculous. My father had a penchant for keys. Hmm. Key rings, keys. He, he had a whole uh, a nail board by the, uh, the door into their bedroom where he kept rings of keys. Um, my parents owned a number of different properties. You said that um, you said it was mostly unlocked. Yes, it looks like they took the time to save these documents and these keys specifically. My parents were exacting people as befit their faith. He holds the sheaf of papers and begins to flip through them. There must be something in here. Something important. He looks across the table at all of you. I'll find it. Is there a way we can help? Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking for. Fair enough. A property that stands out, maybe? Um, an odd house? 
if it's possible, maybe I could send my raven to each of you as I find these properties. You could possibly go and take a look at them if they're sure. um, down sure. in the Red Roof District or uh, anywhere around. We need to be careful, though, because um, I mentioned to Romas about the Viticora estate, and he was super suspicious that I even knew that the estate had burned down. You have eyes, don't you? It's gone. Yeah, but it's... I'm, ho- I'm hoping he doesn't put two and two together that we're all going to these locations and I somehow knew about the Viticora estate like I was well, investigating, so... No, um, they may have no knowledge of these locations. Exactly, as Miss Gordado was uh, saying. He holds up just a random sheaf and like presents it to all of you. My parents owned a variety of different um, businesses. Um, uh, these properties would not be under the Victor name. They'd be under an assorted number of holdings that they themselves had. Wait, so like, they, so like the city wouldn't know that you guys owned them? It's using bureaucracy to your benefit. Uh, my my parents would own a own a business, own a venture that would own another business venture that would own a third business venture, sometimes not even located inside of Contargo, and then would use that to purchase buildings and businesses inside of Contargo. Uh, that's how my mother was friends with Laria because of her assistance in the smuggling. That's very clever. Everything done is, technically speaking, perfectly legal. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, uh, the, except for the helping smuggle escaped slaves out of the, the country, but oh. any of these could be hide holes or uh, maybe they even hid them just to try to avoid. If they were unaware at the time of the, uh, the attacks on the Bellflower Network, they may have been doing this to hide their business associations with the bellflowers in an attempt to keep them safe. Hmm. I can't be certain. But I can find out. And sure. I will. Okay. Um, the other sites, did we find anything of use? I mean, as far as uh, the thrashing badger is concerned, we found a number of Vindelfex instruments. You could probably mm-hmm. notice the din that he's playing right now. Uh, There's a sound of a kazoo coming from the room next one. <laughs> 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 um... We found a statue of Milani, so there was definitely a cult there. I have collected it, and Lucia is the only one who wasn't there for it. Uh, it's in my home right now, until I can figure out something better to do with it. And then at the Silver Star, we found uh, a body, uh, and a couple of bodies of Datari that had been cut down, so... After the fire. Yeah, somebody survived, came back to exact vengeance. Interesting. Uh, did the body look like a elven woman? It was Chad. So maybe Shenzhen's still around, just laying low. That's possible. Maybe. I mean, I don't know a, a great deal pertaining towards the uh, the diva. I don't know if you guys have ever done a recall knowledge on Shenzhen or not. I, 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 I know her just because of the theater, so. Yeah, so. I don't know if you've ever even actually shared the information that you know pertaining oh, towards Oh, no, I haven't. Shenzhen. Okay. I mean, I did some shows with Shenzhen. She's, I mean really good swordswoman um, hmm. diva in the operatic sense. She's very outspoken. Yeah, she says she's been here like a little over a decade. Hmm. Um, she's uh, well adored. Everybody really liked her. Well, I wouldn't say by everyone. The Thrunes aren't her biggest fan because she's one of the most outspoken critics. See, I didn't know that part of her really, but uh, you know. I'm sure she wasn't telling the Serenis nothing. Probably not. I suppose we'll find out more about her if we can. If she's still out there, then hopefully she'll be willing to make her presence known at some point. 
Uh, what what little I do know pertains to her. I've seen her some of her performances. She's phenomenal. Um, I wouldn't count on it. I, I don't know an easy way to phrase it. If she were still out there, why isn't she fighting? Because she's, she's alone. Well, she's kind of renowned for her both her skill as well as her outspokenness and brashness. And Well, the, the biggest problem is she's very noticeable. She's got, like, you know, white hair and, like, uh, it's like a tattoo of, like, a sun kind of on her forehead, which we covered up with makeup for her shows. But, like, I mean, it stands out. She's not really the, the sneaky type. If she survived the fire, there is a chance that she was injured in the fire, too. Perhaps Ooh. she's not at 100%. Well, it, it, it does mean that there is maybe someone else out there fighting also. So True. Useful to know. Yeah, we'll um, have to keep an ear out and see if we hear about any, you know, strange attacks on the gods or, I don't know, what she'd be up to, but something suspicious. Well, and I'll keep my ear to the ground in the meantime and see if I can't other than the general rumble of trouble in the city. Uh, I haven't heard anything particular recently. Some muggings, from what I understand, but uh, they're not centralized in any location. Mm. So maybe once I can hear some more. Sure. I think maybe in the meantime, it's just uh, best if we just try to find other ways to help. Then we may need to lay low for a while, especially after drawing so much attention from the Tatari and everyone else previous evening. Sure. No. And in the meantime, just continue to build our forces, secure allies, all of that stuff that we were doing already, basically. Maybe check the structural integrity of the hideout. Mm. Wouldn't want another wall collapsing. True. No, no, that would definitely be bad. So I suppose then... Let's get to work. Yeah, you uh, you gather yourselves together. Is Vittoria staying behind? Or... Uh, yeah, Vittoria's staying behind. Okay. Rex is making sure like Lucia's comfortable and gets her an extra pillow and all the rest of that stuff. I'm like, okay. Morgar, once you talk to him, is like, oh yeah, you know, be interested in like learning more about all the rest of this stuff and everything else. Like he set out on your conversation there, but he shows up to Lucia a little bit later on and hands her a slip of paper with like, All right, well, you know, I drew up this uh this workout schedule, so you know, <laughs> we can do some training sessions and everything else. I figure, you know, every morning we'll meet up. Hundred setups. Yeah, it's like, I can go outside and do stuff. So, uh, yeah, we can do some laps around the block and all the rest of that. We want to do it early before it gets too hot. I'll have to do that after I get a makeover. (laughs) You haven't had a disguise. Oh, I guess that's good for an hour. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, A disguise is actually good for like a long time. Okay. I also want to like fix the wall. Okay. So um, you can make a craft check. It's going to take probably the better part of a day to basically patch back up the wall as long as you have the supplies and materials. Uh, repairing that will cost about five silver pieces worth of just getting some bricks and mortar. That's fine. I mean, this day is pretty much a wash anyway for the shop, so I might as well fix the wall today. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm sorry. Lucia, while you're getting like settled in and Morgar's talking about the workout schedule, Vittoria, I suppose you watch as uh, Rexus makes his way. Um, Niccolo and uh, Cesare, I imagine you guys are both leaving though, correct? Well, I mean, Cesare has classes to teach in the afternoon, so. Mm. Yeah, I figure Vittoria will leave for her classes after this. So yeah, Nikola leaves, probably uh, with Cesare at this point. Yeah. But yeah, Vittoria, you see, you know, Rexus makes his way back to the war room to go and uh, continue to sort through documents. Yeah, so I figure she, you know, goes into the to the room with uh, with Rexus. Um, do you have a moment? Yes, absolutely. Is further Strix lessons or? Uh, no, even though I would like to continue those as soon as possible. Ah. Um. I did not reveal everything that we had found at your estate. 
Um, I do have one more thing that I thought um, you would appreciate. And she reaches into her bag and she pulls out the, the framed photo. Rexus stares at it for a long moment. One hand, somewhat shakily, reaches out, takes it. The other, you know, rubs at his at his stubble, at his goatee. And... Oh, this, um, this, I was, I was just a kid then. Um, this is in the safe. Yes, it seemed to have been of great importance to your family. My mother commissioned this. Uh, she, she told me once it took, uh, it took five days. I wouldn't sit still for it. Judging by how young you are in that uh, picture, I'm not surprised. I suppose my mother loved this library, and I suppose that's all gone. So much lost. Physically, but the memories are still there. Can I... Can I confide in you? Of course. And maybe ask for your, um, your assistance with something. Of course. I, um... I was a spoiled child, uh, very, very much so. Uh, Lucia and I, I think, maybe share that somewhat in common. Uh, my parents, however, far more uh, loving. <laughs> yes. I um. <clears throat> I was raised uh, as a fiery and exuberant he shuffles his feet a fiery and exuberant young lady thanks to the circumstances of my birth and I met a Shilonite tutor they migrated between the sexes as other people might between nations and made me realize that um, there's a way of growing up that I had coveted but never imagined. I'm watching the boys out and playing in the streets and I approached my parents and they embraced me as their son. They helped me become the man that I am. And uh, while they embraced me, I scandalized social circles and I lost Mm. any of the friends that I had. Unfortunately, the entirety of the world is not so understanding on certain subjects. It's true. My parents were always supportive of me. They always believed in me. 
and they saw me, they knew the man that I could become. I think that's obvious, judging by what they left behind. I think they believed that you would do the right thing, even in their absence. They believed in personal freedoms over blind indoctrination, over this acceptance of things as the way that they are, as they are, as how they must remain. And I understand that I am... I'm the product of their belief. We weren't able to um, find a magical solution uh, uh, to help me with transitioning. We did the best that we could uh, alchemically. It has made my constitution rather weak, uh, unfortunately, and um, it is not a process that's complete, you understand. Hmm. I take a variety of tinctures that help me, and uh, unfortunately, I have not been able to access um, some of those. I know how to make them myself, uh, and Laurie has helped me to the best of her abilities, but... Well, if, if I can help you gather any supplies that you need in order to maintain what is most comfortable for you, I would be more than willing to help. <laughs> Thank you. It's... I know the others would be supportive, but it's private. And I know you are, yeah. <laughs> you are a beacon of, of discretion, as you've proven here. <sighs> he traces his fingers along the painting. With everything gone there, this pile of papers and and me. These are my parents' legacy. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, I should get back to. Uh, I shall leave you to your thoughts. I want to speak with Lucia before I leave, anyway. Of course, um, and let her know. If there's anything I can do to uh, help her, uh, we're uh, we're siblings now, I suppose. Orphans, being such as we are, I will do what I can. Thank you. Of course. <clears throat> he, you know, clears his throat, sets it off to the side. You know, does that like no eye contact? Quickly busies himself yep. <laughs> with his book. Yeah. Yes, this oh, yes, thing this I was reading. Oh, yes, document right here. This is what I was doing the whole time. Yes. It's very yeah. important right now. I suppose you, uh, you step out. Yep. She is off to the side, like, trying to feng shui her tiny little corner of the area down here with her curtains. So, how are you? Uh, embarrassed? All things considered, I think it turned out for the best. I guess. I mean, leaving the family? No regrets on that. I don't know. I feel like I'm not going to be as effective for a bit, having to lay low like this. I don't think I would look at it in that perspective. Uh, I guess. I don't know. We'll see how Morgoth's training kind of goes, but I'm ready to get back out there and make the city better. I so. think you might need to uh, exemplify the virtue of patience first. 
I'm not really good at that. Exactly. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Uh, okay, I mean, I will try to be patient. I just feel really bad for letting everybody down. Mm, I don't think you let any of us down, considering, despite the night's events, you didn't give any of us up. And that's admirable. Yeah, but it should have been caught in the first place. There's no telling what would have happened with any of us. And yes, sometimes, um, excuse my language, but it hits the fan. And you can't control everything. What you need uh, to do is learn from your mistakes and move forward. Yeah, I guess real life's a little bit different than the theater because, you know, everything's just nicely laid out and you just got to worry about when's your cue to come on, what words you got to say, when's your cue to leave, where you need to put your body, and you rehearse it. And this is all just very sudden. Yes, but even in the theater... Sometimes someone trips, misses a cue, or perhaps the curtain falls when it shouldn't. There are always <laughs> oh, the <God>. unexpected. <laughs> Ow! Why do you have to bring my nightmares to the forefront of my thoughts now? That was so mean. <laughs> anyway, I just... No, you're, you're right, you're right. And, you know, improv was never really my thing, but that's what I'm going to work on, right? I'm going to get better at lying. Improv. <laughs> and coming up with uh, believable lies and I'm gonna work hard and I'm gonna get swole like Morgar. <laughs> well, again, patience. It is not going to happen overnight. And um, I wouldn't worry about, you know, your name or anything like that. I mean, you said you've given that up, yes? I mean, my last name, I'm still Lucia, because what else am I gonna call myself? Well, I just mean you've you've now separated yourself. You are now you. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Take some yeah. doing. I wasn't always Scordato. Wait, is that like a married name or something? <laughs> no. Yes. And perhaps you and I can chat about that another day. I do need to get to class, but I wanted to make sure you were all right before I left. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun in classes, and uh, thanks for being there, you know? Of course. I'll bring you some books on laws. I do owe you that gold, though. I'm going to pay you back. I promise. I'll be patient. And You're going to have to be because I'm, <laughs> I'm not in a good spot to make money right now. <laughs> I'm out. You set off. Elsewhere, I suppose, Cesare, you make your way back to your classes. Teach your classes for the uh, the day. Yep. You know, retire for the evening. What is today? Today is a wheel day. What am I doing today? Elven history and elvish language is what I'm doing today. So Hope exciting. The- retire up to your sparsely appointed room the top of your tower stare out over the city cozy yeah again like books stacked up everywhere you and raven having been uh, fairly quiet the evening through raven hops down sits next to her plate the way that she does where you know it's that cat-like thing where even though she can use her words she just waits patiently for you to (laughs) feed her read the room (sighs) Cesare would start getting whatever she would like this evening ready. I guess there's probably some fish or chicken in an icebox. So what do you think of these newest developments with Lucia? She's Lucia. She's not her family. I suppose that's true, but it still puts me on edge. Probably should, but she's our friend. Believe it or not, I'm not eager for a confrontation yet. 
No. I don't think I'm ready. But it doesn't sound like there's any love lost between Lucia and her family. So I doubt very seriously we're going to be killing her favorite uncle. Mm? What? Oh, no, I'm going to be killing him sooner or later. No, it's not the first part. It's the second part of favorite uncle that I think is (laughs) the not happening part. (laughs) Oh, the the half elf? We've been very patient up until now. Yes, but now it seems like he's closer than he was before. While Lucia may have severed those ties, the rest of the family, well, Mm. the Sarini don't easily forgive or forget. I think you forget something important. I'm a cat. I never forgive or forget. (laughs) (laughs) She then reaches down and just knocks the plate off the table for no reason. (laughs) No, I'm joking. (laughs) This plate knows what it did. Good thing it's made out of wood so it doesn't just break immediately. I don't want to encounter him or let him know that I'm back in the city before the time is appropriate. He's going to recognize me no matter what I've done. How could he not? He hurt you. He murdered our son. What? what? Whoa. <laughs> and we'll murder him. Painfully and slowly and hopefully with his own sacrificial dagger if I can arrange it. What? Wild. Meta knowledge. None of our characters are going to know about this cool stuff. None of our characters know anything about Cesare. That's the problem. I know. <laughs> Heather gets no more familiar, so she has to tell us things. <laughs> <laughs> so the outlandish idea that she's some sort of spy is just me being overly paranoid. Yes. He picks up spy. the plate. <laughs> oh, no. First off, I would know. <laughs> <laughs> Raven is a keen uh, judge. Secondly, I'm I'm pretty sure that that Nicolo has some sort of rogue sense that would probably alert him too. Chesare rolls his eyes as he puts his pl- puts the plate in the sink. <laughs> Thirdly, she's the worst liar we've ever met. Also, you just that. put the plate in the sink. Or am I the best liar by making you believe I'm a bad liar? Exactly. That's what Chesare's like. Mm. No one could be that bad of a liar. <laughs> yeah, apparently they can. But. Elsewhere in the city. Nicolo, you finish your, you leave, you get back, you finish a you know, Wait, short day's something. work. Yes, you're doing things, you're doing you work. work. Well, yeah, but anyway, all right. Yeah. <laughs> now things are going to happen to you, Ross. How no. do you work? <laughs> you return back home before the sun begins to set, hoping your friends are all right. Worried about Lucia. Having checked a couple of places right. to see if you have any contacts that you could possibly find a job for her. Again, this isn't yeah. your area of expertise. Most of the jobs you find are for, like, menial labor. True. As you ascend up the steps, you pause. There, laying on your doorstep, wrapped in brown paper, are five roses. Ooh! Um, I guess I'll bend over and pick them up. I highly doubt this is possible, but do I notice if I can tell they came from, like, a florist or something? Or, yeah, FTD delivery, you know? Uh, let me go ahead and make a quick uh, perception roll for you here, Nicola. All right. I feel like I need some more secret stuff. <laughs> Secrets. Secret chat. You don't see a card, but as you look over the wrapping, basically the uh, you know, wrapping about six inches long or so, so that you can grab it without any of the thorns poking through, there's something written on the inside of it. Huh. Guess I'll 
take it inside first. Um, uh, I assume I can just get inside my door normally, right? Yes. Well, you have okay. to shoulder it a little bit. It's kind of stuck. The house is shifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, is again? It's actually crapped. <laughs> Every time you come back to your house, I have to make it slightly crappier. <laughs> Soon it won't be a house at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> One day I'm going to get home and it's just collapsed. Yeah, then you come back to find just nothing but rubble. <laughs> no. Niklo unfurling this, setting the roses off to the side. Probably a little curious about five. Yeah, why five? That's a weird number. You see that there's a note. The note reads, My dear ravens. Whoa. You're not alone in your fears for the nest we share. But for now, my flock and I must remain quiet and hidden. The time will soon come when we must meet. But until then, keep building your contacts and resources. Do not rush into opposition against our common enemy. The time to retake Cantargo will come, but to strike too soon will be to lose the war before it even begins. Recruit. Prepare. Remain strong in your patience. We shall speak soon. Signed, The Rose of Cantargo. Yeah, they're still here! All right! I will pick it up here next time. We knew that. Wow, we knew all right. That. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> five rooms. <laughs> I don't know where you live. I, I like that they're basically like, y'all done messed up. Please stop. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath.